imagine you're lying on powder white sand, looking at the crystal blue water and listening to the waves with the smell of the ocean. Your snorkel is next to you and you're wondering whether to check out the underwater life in front of you again or to turn around to the bar and order a pina colada as you take it all in. You've never seen anywhere prettier than the beaches and jungle on Rendang Island. A few days ago, you were standing in the middle of the Petronas Towers in Kuala Lumpur on the little walkway that takes you between the buildings, looking down at the gardens of KLCC and taking in the new Medeca 118 building, the second tallest in the world as you soak in Kuala Lumpur. Next week, you'll be floating down the Kinabatangan River in Sabah, Borneo, looking for wild orangutans, pygmy elephants, proboscis monkeys, wild cats and more as you listen to the birds and the sounds of the river. You could do all of this and more in Malaysia. This is the Dive Into Malaysia Travel Podcast, Episode 1 with DiveIntoMalaysia.com founder Sharon Goulet. I'm so unbelievably excited to have you with me today in this first podcast on my favourite topic in the world, Malaysia travel. This is a weekly podcast that will bring you the best of Malaysia as well as all the practical information you need to plan your trip to and around Malaysia. So whether you are looking to be inspired for your eighth trip or planning your first trip and don't know where to start, this podcast is going to help you. Malaysia is just so brilliant with something for everyone and I'll be sharing all of that here. I have so many places and aspects of Malaysia travel that I can't wait to talk about. I'll also bring in experts to help you discover everything there is to know about Malaysia. In today's episode, I'm discussing why you should travel to Malaysia, from the fantastic food to the gorgeous beaches, from the buzzing cities to all the experiences mentioned in the introduction, I'm talking all about it here. Now, this episode is perfect if you're working out if Malaysia is right for you or if you want to get excited about an upcoming trip. Or maybe you have a partner, friend, parent or kid that's not convinced you should go to Malaysia. Get them to listen to this and see if they still feel the same. I bet they won't. By the end of this episode, you're going to be super excited to travel to Malaysia and everything that that entails. Welcome to the Dive Into Malaysia Travel Podcast, the place to be when you're dreaming and planning all the awesome adventures you could have in Malaysia. Each week on the show, your host Sharon will take you from underwater adventures in one of Malaysia's marine parks to standing on top of the world in Merdeka 118 in KL to eating the best food you'll experience in your life at a hawker centre to planning how to get from A to B and where to stay. It's all here. Malaysia is a fantastic country that has so much to offer tourists. I know because I have been a Malaysian tourist myself many times. My husband, three kids and I can't stop going back to Malaysia as much as we can. We used to call it home when we lived in Penang for a year and we miss it whenever we're not there. There are just so many aspects to why Malaysia is a great place and worth your precious vacation time and money. But before we dive into everything Malaysia, you can find today's show notes at diveintomalaysia.com slash episode one. This has the links to everything I talk about and a summary of the information here. So take a look there for more information. So let's go through all my reasons why Malaysia is the next place you should visit. Imagine you're in a hawker centre. This is a Malaysian style food court, often outdoors with lots of little stands that specialise in different dishes. You can see Indian, Chinese and Malay options, as well as a few Western dishes and some other cuisines mixed in. The smells make your tummy rumble, the hustle and bustle excites you, and the amount of great-looking food around you makes you wish you could eat forever. Can you guess my number one favourite thing about Malaysia? Well, it's definitely the food. 
The food here is amazing, just so good. It's my favorite food in the world and it doesn't just taste good, it's crazy affordable, fresh and a very high standard. Malaysia's diverse Indian, Malay and Chinese population mean that these three styles of food are a standout, but they all have their own Malaysian elements and you'll find food here that you can't get anywhere else. There are many great places to eat and it's really hard to go wrong. My worst meal in Malaysia has still been above average elsewhere. Hawker Centre is a great place to head out to try lots of food. See what stores locals flock to and try those, but also order from lots of stores and try many dishes. This is where I especially love travelling as a family of five because we can order so much, justify that, and try many things. You can also easily do a fantastic food tour to introduce you both to the food and culture and the history of Malaysia, so everything at once. While there are spicy options, it's not all spicy by any stretch, so don't worry if you don't like spice. There are some plainer options for fussy kids and it's hard to go wrong with a nazi lemma, fried rice, or chicken satay sticks for kids, or adults for that matter. Don't forget dessert as well. Malaysia's famous ice kachangs can sound super weird when you first hear about it and like it maybe wouldn't taste good, but somehow it actually just works perfectly, especially in Malaysia's hot climate. So ice kachang means ice beans and that's how it started, shaved ice with beans. But these days, these are just a base ingredients with many toppings added. Exactly what you'll get depends on where you buy it, which gives you the perfect excuse to try one every day you are in Malaysia. Popular toppings are coconut milk, roasted peanuts, fruit, grass, jelly, corn, and condensed milk. Often colourful syrup is added too, and the dessert can be quite striking. It's great for Instagram. Sometimes ice cream goes on top as well. It's a really fun dish as well as delicious and cooling. Imagine you're sitting in your own private pool while you watch and listen to the sea surrounding you. Room service is on its way and you're trying to work out if you want to spend the entire day right there, sitting in your pool in your own overwater villa, or to go out sightseeing. It's a really tough life. That's been me many times at the Lexus Hibiscus in Port Dixon. There are actually two hotels in Port Dixon, just an hour from Kuala Lumpur International Airport, where you can stay in overwater villas that have their own private pools. So you're in a pool on top of the ocean. It's amazing and it's a perfect way to wash off a long-haul flight to Malaysia. Make sure you look out for the Lexus Hibiscus as you come into land at Kuala Lumpur International Airport too. You can actually see it from the air if you approach from, from the sea direction because the villas are arranged to make the shape of an hibiscus flower so it really stands out. But these aren't the only great accommodation options in Malaysia. There's a fantastic range from super budget to top five-star resorts. It really works well for any budget and it's all very good value. Our family has stayed at the Lexus Hibiscus many times for less than we stay at a caravan park in Australia. So that's to have our own private pool in our overwater villa. There are islands like Pankor Layot with their own private resort, some fantastic luxury options in Langkawi and Kuala Lumpur, and we've also loved Club Med on the East Coast. Budget travellers have plenty of options and you can have a comfortable but plain private room with air conditioning for a really great low price. While we have mentioned the beaches a little already, they are worth their own discussion point. There are fantastic beaches in Malaysia. The best ones tend to be on the islands and you'll want to factor in an island stop on your Malaysian getaway. My favourite ones are on the east coast like Redung Island, I mentioned at the beginning with the widest sand and bluest water you'll ever see. Nearby are also Tierman and the Bahantian Islands. All are beautiful with marine parks where you can explore the underwater life of Malaysia with great snorkelling and diving. You'll also find this in Sabah, in Borneo and over in Langkawi. But wherever you go in Malaysia, you're likely to find some great beaches not too far away. Make sure you make some time for them. 
especially as most beaches I've been to have not been very busy. Plenty of times I've been the only person swimming anywhere near me. Just so good. And in fact, that kind of leads on to another point of why it's so great to travel to Malaysia at the moment. Post-pandemic, there's just not as many foreigners. I've been a couple of times in the last few months and have been surprised how often I feel like the only foreign person around me. It just really adds to the experience and it like really just helps it all feel more unique and more enjoyable. So going right now is a really great time to go. Imagine you're sitting on a trishore, a three-wheeled bike with a seat at the front for passengers and your cyclists at the back exploring UNESCO-listed Georgetown in Penang. You can see the colonial architecture, Chinese lanterns, and smell the great food at a busy hawker centre as you make your way to the Chinese clam jetties, which are houses built on stilted wharfs. Malaysia doesn't just have beaches, but interesting cities. From UNESCO World Heritage listed Penang and Malacca to the bustling Kuala Lumpur, there is plenty for city slickers or people who like action. One of the many things that makes Malaysia great for tourists is the diversity of the people, and you can clearly see this in the cities especially. From the food diversity to being able to visit a Chinese temple, Hindu temple, and Malay mosque close together in Harmony Street in Malacca, it leads to an interesting past, present, and future to explore. In Kuala Lumpur especially, make sure you visit Chinatown, Brickfields, Payo's Little India, and Kampung Baru, the Malay area, to experience all these cultures within one day. Add in the British colonial past as well, and there are lots of interesting sites to see. Kuala Lumpur has the best museums to learn more about this as well. If you haven't worked it out already, another huge reason to visit Malaysia is the diversity of attractions and places to visit. There really is something for everyone. You can explore the jungle, kayak through mangroves, or see it all from above at the Langkawi Skycap. You can ascend to the top of the Petronas Towers in Kuala Lumpur, visit churches, temples and mosques of many religions and learn about many cultures. You can scream at a theme park or take it easy with a massage before swimming at a beautiful beach and heading to a hawker centre for dinner. Or to take the adventure up a level and take one of the so-called coffin boats up a river in Sarawak, Borneo, visiting tribal longhouses. It's all here. Definitely the hardest part of a trip to Malaysia is not being able to do everything, as there will be plenty that you'll want to do. Imagine, you're sitting back in your huge reclined seat on one of Malaysia's great buses travelling to your next destination. You're listening to your favourite podcast, Dive Into Malaysia Travel, of course, learning all about your next destination as you journey there feeling comfortable and relaxed. Or even better, you're picked up at the front door of your Malaysia hotel right on time by your private taxi driver booked through diveintomalaysia.com. You're hot with your luggage and you're soon driving directly to your next hotel in a city three hours away without any fuss, sweat or bother. Another great reason to visit Malaysia is because it's generally easy and comfortable to get around to all these fabulous places. Malaysia has a great public bus system with their premier coaches, super comfortable and usually with big, spacious seats that recline nicely. There's also trains to some parts, and private taxis can take you between cities for a great price as well. The roads are generally very good, and it's just all very easy. For journeys that are a bit further, like across to Borneo, domestic flights can be crazy affordable, and it's very easy to get around Malaysia. Most things can be booked online in advance too, so you're all set and not worrying about it while you travel. Another big plus in Malaysia is that English is widely spoken. While not every single person speaks it, plenty of people do. Add to that that people are generally very helpful and kind and it makes travel very easy. You also don't have to worry about people helping you just for money. That's just not part of the culture. It doesn't have the hassle that you may experience with some Southeastern 
Asian countries where it can feel like people are just after your money. Imagine. Your kids are running through the gates of Legoland, captivated by the life-size minifigures and all the Lego scenes, attractions and rides that wait in front of them. They can't get enough of the splash ride, the mini roller coaster and designing their own Lego car and they finish the day proclaiming it was the best day ever. Malaysia is also very family friendly. I love traveling here with my three kids. Malaysia was one of the first countries we visited when we had our first baby and it was so welcoming and easy that we didn't stop coming back. My eldest kid did kindergarten here and I had many prenatal appointments with my youngest. We've just had so many great experiences here with our kids. And it's not just the big attractions like Legoland or Sunway Lagoon. It's hanging out at the beach or pool, going up the iconic Petronas Towers, taking a sunset cruise around Langkawi, or trying to spot orangutans around Sepalok in Borneo. There's also plenty of playgrounds. But even bigger to me is just how family-friendly the average person is. Especially when I had babies and toddlers, people had kind words to say, would give us seats on transport, would make us feel welcome at restaurants and more. I also find how outdoors Malaysia is makes it easy with our kids like mine. It's much easier to not worry about bothering people in open-air restaurants, for example. But I'm not sure Malaysians would ever let you see them bothered by kids anyway. Their easygoing attitude around children helps me relax, and then my kids are more relaxed too, and we all have such a great time. I've actually been to over 50 countries with my kids in tow, and this one wins as being the easiest. We all love it. In fact, I've enjoyed traveling here with kids more than I do with our kids because I find that they help open up the often reserved Malaysians, and it gives us more of a chance to interact with locals. I've probably had some of my best conversations with locals actually, you know, at a playground you know, where locals actually go rather than tourist attractions. It does help open another door having children. So imagine you head to Malaysia, you experience everything we've talked about today, and then you add up how much money you spent on this dream vacation, and guess what? It turns out to be one of the cheapest trips you have ever taken. One of the first things that attracted me to travelling into Malaysia isn't just that it's a cheap destination, but it's incredibly good value. It's definitely not the cheapest country in the region, But it's hard to get better value as the money you spend here comes with real quality experiences, good roads, lack of litter, and the best food you'll ever eat. Now I've got one final reason why you should travel to Malaysia. And it's because when you add up everything I've said, it equals that Malaysia is a very easy place to travel. It's a modern country, which makes it easier to visit, easy to get around, find quality accommodation and food much more easily than many of the countries in the region. It's easy to drive around yourself and the affordable price tag means you can make it even easier by getting public transport and other shortcuts like a private taxi if you want. You can enjoy your own private pool in an overwater villa. You can eat the best meals of your life no matter what your budget and you can visit tons of varied attractions easily and without fuss thanks to an organised country where many people speak English and are helpful. Still not convinced Malaysia is the best place to go? Let's hear from some Dive Into Malaysia fans about what they have to say about visiting Malaysia. This is what Kristen has to say from Growing Global Citizens. I love traveling in Malaysia because it's really easy to get around. If you don't speak the national language Bahasa Malay, it's okay because English is very widely spoken and you can easily make reservations and talk to people in English. And the infrastructure is very good. There's good public transportation good options for both plane and bus. And it's really just a great place to go if you're traveling in Asia for the first time. There are a lot of things that make it easy. And this is what Saren from Expat Den has to say. I love traveling in Malaysia because of food and culture. 
It's amazing to see different culture, background, and religion living together in peace. Food is also super nice, especially the noodle from a grandpa shop in Penang. It's one of the best I have in my life. Here's what Victoria from Guide Your Travel thinks about travel in Malaysia. I love traveling in Malaysia because of the melting pot of different cultures you get to experience at every corner. With so much different food to try and interesting people to meet, there's always something new and a trip to Malaysia can feel like a trip to many different countries at once. This especially goes for Kuala Lumpur, but is also true for many other parts of the country. And last but not least, let's hear why Cassie from Cassie the Hag recommends Malaysia travel to all of you. I love travelling in Malaysia because it has such varied travel activities, from swimming in a jungle river one day to seeing street art the next, from impressive cities to gorgeous beaches, and not forgetting learning to scuba dive with the amazing local who wouldn't let me fail even when I was anxious. And Malaysia has the best vegan food ever, definitely my favourite country for food. Malaysia really ticks every box. So maybe a better question would be, why wouldn't you visit Malaysia next? I really hope to see you there. So to recap today, we talked about why you should visit Malaysia. From having a diverse range of cultures, people and attractions, to the best food in the world, to being affordable, having fantastic beaches, to great accommodation, transport options, many English speakers, being family friendly and so much more. It all adds up to being an easy and fabulous destination. Imagine, you are there right now. So why not make it happen? Remember, you can find the show notes for this episode at diveintomalaysia.com slash episode one with all the information on many of the fabulous things we have talked about today. Make sure you subscribe to this channel because next episode, I'm talking all about flights because now you know you're going to Malaysia, you're going to want an awesome flight deal to take you there. I look forward to chatting with you then. Thanks for listening to Dive Into Malaysia Travel. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast for more travel inspiration, planning advice, and fun about traveling in Malaysia. Don't forget to leave a review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you next episode.